I'm Jamie Gennaro, and this is Business for Humans. Let's talk about taking your business to a new level without the suits and without being a robot. Here, you can be yourself, you can be imperfect, you can be flawed, and you can still have raging success. So let's go. How is everybody doing today? This is Jamie, and this is Business for Humans. I am a business coach and consultant, and I spend every week talking through topics that I hope are relevant to you. So welcome if you're new. Happy that you're here. Today, I'm talking about quantum leaps versus micro shifts. And this is coming up for me because the last couple of weeks have been pretty quantum <laughs> and not necessarily wanted, if that makes sense. So I was making these huge leaps and it was too fast. It was happening at a speed that I was not prepared for. And I can tell you that it really threw me off. And Let me kind of describe before I I really jump in what a quantum leap is, like how we define it in our business. So by definition, the scientific definition of a quantum leap um, really relates to an abrupt transition. So we're abruptly transitioning from one energy state to another in scientific terms. So if we think about that in our business, it means we're really quickly shifting from one state of our business to another. So for me, a quantum leap happened really early in my business when I basically when I first launched and I started getting a slew of clients right away and I wasn't quite ready for it. I didn't have the tools in place. I didn't have And when I say tools, I don't mean like personal tools. I mean like business tools. I didn't have a payment platform set up, for instance. So this leap happened basically and took me into this new phase of my business that I hadn't really built into. I just leaped over a bunch of steps and went directly to the, I have clients now and I don't have a payment platform. I don't have a website. I don't have you know, a legitimate business email address. Like I was using my Gmail address. So I kind of took this leap and skipped over a bunch of steps. Now, sometimes it's exactly what you need. Sometimes a quantum leap like that was exactly what I needed to sort of prove to myself or show myself that my business was legit and I didn't need to have all those steps in place to be able to get clients. That's that was an important shift for my mindset to say it's not about the website. It's not about the social media content, right? You can you can have clients without any of that. So I leaped over a bunch of steps and then I sort of had to go back and rebuild those steps. But it was it was a leap that was well-timed. And we can't always control when these leaps will happen. They're not always in our control. But what I want to do is start to shift away from thinking that's what we need. So yes, sometimes they're going to happen. But I think there's a part of us in our Western work ethic 
that thinks these quantum leaps are what we need to be able to be successful. We are in this constant state of further, faster, further, faster competition, looking at what other people are doing, comparing ourselves, wanting to be in a place that we're not. We're always seeking this place that is not the place where we're standing right now. And I, I, I don't want to discourage that. I think seeking is fantastic, obviously. I'm a seeker. I think I draw seekers into my community. But at the same time, if we're always reaching for something, thinking that it's better over there, we're going to be disappointed when we get there and we realize (laughs) that on that side of the fence, there's still discomfort, there's still sadness, there's still pain, there's still hurt, right? We're not going to make a quantum leap and then get rid of. (laughs) pain and discomfort and fear and worry 100%, right? We might not be scared of the same things over there. We might not be worrying about the same things. We might not be uncomfortable about the same things, but that's growth, right? New things will come up that we work towards resolving and, and learning how to deal with in our lives. It's kind of a constant state. So if we're always looking for these quantum leaps, to jump over all the steps, we're going to miss the learnings that happen in between. And I think a really clear example of that is in weight loss. So if you commit to losing weight, if you commit to changing habits, to changing your lifestyle, it will take time, right? The micro shift is doing one thing every day towards a lifestyle change. However, the quantum leap is taking a pill, which I can't even remember what the new the new pill is that's out on the market right now. But taking a pill is a quick way to lose the weight. But then what happens is that you gain the weight back once you stop taking the pill because you haven't made the micro shifts. Another good example are lottery winners right? So talk about abrupt transition. People may be in all states of livelihood when they earn the lottery, right? They might be at the lower end of the scale of maybe, you know, teetering on the edge of poverty, or they may be, you know, somewhere in the middle, or they may be, I think less typically they're, they're at the other end of the spectrum. But if we're talking about someone who's a little closer to that poverty line and they win the lottery, That is the most abrupt transition I think I can imagine. And you know that when you're in that state of mind of scarcity, you're constantly thinking about what it looks like on the other side of the fence. And you're constantly in a state of belief that over there it's better. And listen, it is, right? I mean, when we're talking about getting out of poverty, it is but there are still things, right, that you're going to have to deal with on the other side of the fence. So it's this abrupt transition when you win the lottery from, quote unquote, one energy state to another. And what happens, I don't know the exact percentage, but there's a really high percentage of people who lose the money right away. Because what they're doing is just trying to get themselves back to that comfortable energy state. It was too quick of a transition for them. 
They didn't have the tools. They didn't take those micro shifts in between. They didn't take those steps. And so when they abruptly transitioned into this new space, it was too much. So I want to encourage you to be thinking about the micro shifts as a positive. That yes, it might take longer and that is frustrating to all of us that we want the thing right now. It's just our current state of mind and state of thinking is that we want everything right now because we can get a lot of things right now. But we what we can't get are the learnings that we need and the steps we need to take to get from here to there that are going to prepare us with the tools we need so that when we get there, we get to stay there and we don't inadvertently send ourselves back to that original energy state because it was more comfortable. And comfort doesn't mean good. It doesn't mean it's good for us. It's just where we're comfortable. And we need to get uncomfortable to move ourselves into that new energy state, which means doing the work, taking the steps. And sometimes those steps are so small that you don't see the result of them until much later. And I know your brain is like, yeah, but that's not, that's not how you get successful, right? Like we see all these entrepreneurs and all these, you know, actors and people who are launching themselves on TikTok and their overnight successes. And what's interesting about that is that we just don't see the journey. But if you really look into the journey that a lot of those people are on, it actually took them a really long time. It wasn't overnight. They did all the all that work behind the scenes and you didn't see it. And a story I just shared with one of my clients is that there's a new comedian on the scene. I don't want to name drop, but there's this new comedian. I'm sure you've probably seen him if you're on any social media. Um, and he's like pretty young and he started posting on TikTok during the pandemic. I think this is a familiar story now. And he literally just like propelled into massive success, big spotlight on all the late night shows, right? Like he is a household name more or less now. And the story he tells is that, yes, it looks like that. It looks like I just posted one thing on social media. It went viral and here I am. But he said, it took me more than a decade to basically show up every day and do the work, right? So in the, in the comedy space, that means doing stand-up routines and writing and doing stand-up routines and writing and failing and flopping and doing really poorly and then seeing what works and then doubling down on what works and then practicing that and then showing up again. So it's a process of showing up every day and that showing up every day can be really small. And I've talked about this before. This is all my philosophy of just put on your shoes and that's the habit, right? Just put on your shoes. What you do next kind of doesn't matter if every day you're putting on your shoes to go outside, right? Then at some point you're going to go outside because, well, unless you wear your shoes around the house. I guess we don't. So to me, like that's the step one is the habit is putting on the shoes because that means you're going outside because we don't wear shoes in the house. But if you wear shoes in the house, you might need another micro shift to put in the blank space there. But 
But when you think about walking every day, for instance, it doesn't matter how long you walk. But if you're outside taking a walk every single day, you're not going to lose weight or you're not going to see shifts tomorrow. You're just not. One walk is not going to make a shift. But if you walk every day for 365 days and you show up every day, when you look at a picture of yourself from last year and a picture of yourself now, you are going to see a change. And it's not only going to be in your weight. I mean, your weight might not even change, but here's what you're going to see. You're going to see more color in your face. You're going to see rosy, rosy cheeks and brighter eyes. And your your diet's going to change because you're walking and you're going to be looking at the way you eat differently just because you're going to want like a different type of food after you take that walk. You're probably going to be more hydrated. Your skin is going to look different. You're going to have more energy, right? So it's, it's not even the thing that you're seeking. If you're seeking to lose weight, and I'm sorry I'm leaning on that, but if you're seeking to lose weight, you have in your mind this outcome, like I will be skinny and when I'm skinny, everything will be better. And the truth is, if you take a walk every day and you're not skinny at the end of that year habit, right? If you're walking every single day for one year and you aren't skinny on the other side, guess what you will be, right? Like you're going to feel proud of yourself. You're going to have all of these things that make you feel good about yourself so that skinny is no longer the goal. Does that make sense? These steps start to shift your goals. I love setting goals because I think it's a way for us to reach and it automatically puts us out of our comfort zone. So even if we don't make the goal itself, we're on a path, right? We're on a path to meet this goal. But what I hate is when people don't meet the goal and then they use that as a weapon and they use that to hurt themselves. Like I set X goal. I was going to make X amount of money. I was going to lose X amount of weight. I was going to do this X thing and I didn't get there. But what I want to do is I want to look at the micro shifts that happen, the small changes that happen only because you showed up. The showing up is what is important here. What you do is less important. Showing up for yourself and for this future version of yourself and for this passion that you have for yourself, that's what makes the shift. And that's what takes you on a path where we have no idea what's on the end of that path. We do not know. There, you can't pretend to know. Sorry, but if you think you know what's at the end of that path, you are wrong. We like to dream into it. We like to imagine what it might be. We don't know what it's going to be. And we don't know how it's going to feel when we get there. But what I can guarantee is that if you're doing the micro shifts and you're taking the smaller steps and you're not looking for the quantum leaps, when you get there, you're going to feel good. And it doesn't mean that you're going to feel good 100% of the time. That's not possible but you are going to show up in that space as a different version of yourself that you're ready for. You're going to be shifting from one energy state to another, but you're going to have gone through all the relevant energy states on the way there so that when you arrive, it's not abrupt. It's a gentle movement 
that feels really good when you get to the end of it. And one of the things that happened to me the last couple of weeks, it wasn't even related to my business, which normally I feel like these micro shifts and quantum leaps and all these things that I'm experiencing, I'm somehow experiencing in my business. I was at a very small level, but it was much more in my personal life that I sort of got propelled into a position. I don't want to go into super details because it's kind of, I don't know, I'm not ready to talk about it publicly, but I basically kind of just got put in a position in, in various kind of relationships that I'm in where I had to take a certain position. And I realized that I'd been shying away from taking that position. I didn't feel like it was my, it was appropriate, I guess, for me to take that kind of position. And what happened was because it was coming up in multiple places, it wasn't just one relationship where I was shying away from, I guess more, I was being more assertive and I was being called in these situations to be more assertive and to basically like, take up more space. And that's something that has been traditionally kind of hard for me in relationships. And I think people would say that's not true at all. You've always been direct and assertive in relationships, but I didn't feel like I was. Like, I think it was coming in fits and stops, but I wasn't owning it. I wasn't like, yes, this is, this is how I own my relationships. Because Nobody wants to be that person, right? Like nobody wants to be assertive. Um, and but I was I was really being called in these very specific situations to sort of be in this position where to to kind of guide and and it's so hard to explain it in like vague terms, but I was avoiding it for a really long time. I had been avoiding taking this position in certain relationships. And a lot of it is because we just, you know, there's a responsibility you have to take when you, when you assume a leadership position in a, in a relationship, right? So, and not to be like the boss, but to be, to show, like when I say show up as a leader, it means like, listen, I'm going to show up for myself. Like I'm going to have the confidence to say what I need to say and to give feedback and also be kind, but to be really clear about what it is, like what my expectations are. And it's really easy for me to do that at work because that's the the position somebody has purposefully put me in. But sometimes in our relationships, you're not, you're not assigned <laughs> that role, right? Um, and so I was sort of being assigned that role and I was really shying away from it because it didn't, I don't know, I just wasn't ready. I just didn't want to be a leader. I just wanted to be a little bit more passive. And, and it just made me realize really firmly who I am. And then I can't deny how I show up. How I show up at work is very reflective of how I want to be showing up in the rest of my life. I think it's opposite sometimes for people. They can be really assertive in their personal life and then they shy away from it at work. And I think I always test that stuff at work first <laughs> that I bring at home. And it just, it really cemented um, sort of the work that I've been doing, it also was really uncomfortable. I think it quantum leapt me into this space where I was like, whew, this feels like an abrupt transition. Um, but it but it helped me, I think, recognize the steps I had been taking. And then I sort of needed to go through this 
slightly painful, dark night of the soul situation to come out the other side going, right, this is who I am. This is who I am in all facets of my life. Like, I can't deny who I am. This is it. Like, this is how I show up 100% of the time. And and being good with that, like feeling happy with that and, and proud of that. So sometimes it happens. Sometimes these quantum leaps happen and, and it's a little bit out of our control. But if we've done enough of the work, if we've taken those micro shift changes and taken those steps seriously and been okay with the micro, 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 like the super micro shifts and not forcing ourselves into these big leaps, then when those leaps happen unintentionally or they surprise us, we're so much better equipped because we've committed to the smaller steps. So I would encourage you today to just think about what are the small steps that you're trying to avoid because maybe they feel boring or they don't feel exciting. They're not shiny enough for you. But what are those micro steps that you're trying to avoid that if you showed up every day and did those micro things that you would, you know, in your heart that you would see a change on the other side. That in a year from now, it would feel like a quantum leap because you'd almost not realize how impactful those small, small steps could be in your life and in your business. So think about that today. Reflect on it. I love to hear from people. So drop a comment in wherever, wherever you can leave a comment. Leave what? I want to hear how this shift um, might be resonating for you. So, So let me know. And I am going to leave it at that. Have a great week. Are you ready to start planning for 2024? Let me help you. Let's get intentional about planning for next year. Here's how it works. Sign up in the show notes. And once you sign up, I'm going to send you a questionnaire to dig out your big ideas for 2024. Based on your answers, I'm going to email you my intuitive hit about what could be coming to you in 2024. What potential do I see for you coming up? Then I'm going to send you an audio file of a customized guided visualization specifically designed for you so that you can get grounded and you can start to see into what the future holds for you. And then we'll set up an hour and a half strategy session to work on the tactics to meet your 2024 goals. So I'm going to be running these strategy sessions through December 23rd. So hold your spot now. Time is not going to be available for long. So make sure that you hold your spot now. Sign up in the show notes. You've been listening to Business for Humans. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode And please leave a review so that other business owners can find the show. Learn more at practica.consulting.